Welcome to the Paleo View. I'm Stacy Toth of PaleoParents.com. You might also know me as the broth lady or the inventor of the hashtag more vegetables than a vegetarian. I'm the co-author of several paleo cookbooks, including Eat Like a Dinosaur, Beyond Bacon, Real Life Paleo. I like to talk about health at any size and self-love and personal acceptance. Specifically, I have a love for lifting heavy things. If you're interested in finding more out about that, you can also find me on Strong Woman Radio. And I'm Dr. Sarah Valentine, the paleomom.com. I'm the New York Times bestselling author of The Paleo Approach and The Paleo Approach Cookbook. I'm passionate about nutrient density and the intersection of diet and lifestyle with health, which really means I just love talking about science. News and views, where Sarah and I catch up and you get to listen to our gossip. Says as if she doesn't know. Uh, I'm a little sick, <clears throat> so uh, I get like I, I'm, I'm more than a little sick, um, and so I get super brownie points for showing up to work today because I've been going to bed at this time every night for the past week in an attempt of getting better and uh, not. So I saw my doctor today and agreed to. Uh, Pull out some of the big hammers to help me get better. Uh, so I agreed to go on antibiotics because I have pneumonia. <laughs> so you know, just uh, just that, just that. That's kind of a big deal. Mm, it's uh, it's just how you know it really. I've I've had it for a while and I've just been really stubborn and continuing on. And it's really just how uh, rundown I get when I travel. So because. Uh, you were not feeling well at all. <laughs> nope. And we have this insane commitment to <laughs> record no matter what. Together, um, no matter what. Yes. That um, I recruited a... Breaking news! Breaking news! <laughs> <laughs> a, um... Well, I don't know. I guess it's kind of child labor at this point. Um, my oldest son, Cole, who's been in the show, he says three, this is his third time, um, to join us to give him a... I mean, really, he probably remembers better than us old folks. Right, I mean, really. exactly. Um, it was at one time where, um, like... Where you told well, everybody every, that every, I drink everybody, all the broth? Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Ev- like, everybody's kids were on. And then that was at one time... Um, where I asked to be on, and then it's this time. Okay, so the last time when you asked to be on was about ADHD? Maybe, I don't remember. Because I know you were on for ADHD, and so what we wanted to do was do a follow-up to that podcast, because I've done a couple of blog posts about how awesome you're doing in school, and a lot of people have been asking questions and wanting an update, and so... I thought, what better time than to allow Sarah a break from having to talk much, and we could let Cole do some talking. Do you maybe want to um, just give a quick introduction to yourself for people that might not have heard those older podcasts? 
Who are I'm you? I'm Cole. I have ADHD, and I have great math burns, and that's why I'm so good at homework. <laughs> You've just been waiting to brown nose this whole time. Um, I don't know what you think you're going to get out of telling everybody that I'm great, but it's working. Um, and how old are you? Um, two. Stop. Ten. And, um, what grade are you in? Fifth. What are your favorite things? What do you do often? What do we do together often? Um, play games. What kind of games? Board games. What are some, games. What are your, some favorite board games? Um, Three Cheers for Master. Wait, towards the microphone so they can hear you. Three Cheers for Master. Um, Machikoro. You know, I like that game. I know, we've been playing but, it too yeah, much. Yeah, we've been playing it too much. <laughs> and Dead of, Ma- Dead, of, Dead of Winter. You guys seem to really like playing Clue, too. That seems like it's a new favorite. Yeah. Finn likes that. I don't like it a lot like him, but I could. So, the point here is family games where we kind of use our brains a little bit and have fun together, right? (laughs) And you have a good friend. We don't need to say what his name is, but you guys hang out a lot, right? (laughs) So, you're just a regular boy dealing with regular stuff. Living in a house where we eat a little non-regular, right? Yeah. So, uh, we'll just kind of recap for people who might not have heard before, but how do you handle just, like, the regular gluten-free slash paleo in the classroom and at lunchtime? Well, I make my own lunch no matter what now. In kindergarten, it was, like, three times a week, and then... Two, because I was getting um, uh, stomach aches, and then so forth. Every week it was down one, and then I never got to buy it. I only get to buy it on Thanksgiving luncheon, where is like, um, it's like the Monday before Thanksgiving. Veterans Day, isn't it? When, when Yeah, Veterans Day. Yeah. Um, and, um... And what about when people have, like, birthdays in a classroom? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say that, but I forgot what I was going to say. Um, I bring Tate's cookies into class when it's birthdays. Tate's gluten-free cookies? Yeah. yeah. Not the gluten kind. <laughs> um, and we've tried several different kinds of treats, and sometimes you choose something different, but that's yeah, just um, your favorite right the now. The first one we tried... I don't remember. We did caveman cookies for a while, but oh, then yeah. then you guys got like nut free classrooms and we couldn't bring those in anymore. And I know Sarah's kids like the enjoy life cookies. We brought caveman cookies yeah. into my fourth grade class, and that was peanut free, nut free. Oh, I'm surprised we didn't get in trouble. I just know we can't anymore, especially in Finn's class. Mm-hmm. But Sarah's kids like the enjoy life cookies. You guys like the Tate's cookies. Yeah, Finn. Once an, sprung them in, I'm pretty sure. Go ahead, sir. There's an egg allergy in one of my kids' classes in addition to nuts this year. So that forced us into the uh, Enjoy Life cookies, which is great because my kids love them and they're individually, they're, they're packaged two to a package so they can just live in the classroom and yeah. I don't, the teacher doesn't have to let me know, but that's, that's my kid's favorite right now. 
Yeah, we we like the shelf stability of being able to just leave a package in the classroom and the teacher just lets us know, sends us an email or whatever um, when they get low. And that way, you know, no matter what comes up in the class, you you don't really feel left out, right? Can you use words? Uh, they no, can't not see really. <laughs> they can't see you shake your head. And are you the only kid in the class that has, like, special food? No. No, so you don't feel uh, quite Brian, uh, there's a person in my class who's also gluten-free. And there's another kid um, who can't have any nuts, um, any sort of nuts, so he brings Oreos. But the uh, the guy that's gluten f- gluten free, he doesn't bring anything. So sometimes I just give him a cookie. That's nice. I like that. Sharing is kind. Sharing is caring, Coley. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> He's looking at me like that fifth grade boy look. Like, stop it. Um. Yeah, yeah, I see you and your Stacy Toth glare. So, all right. You want to talk a little bit about how things have gone since the last time you podcasted when we talked about trying new things with ADHD? Um, we tried pills once. Mm-hmm. Those didn't work because they never went down my throat. Um, Supplements, yep. Yeah, and then we tried coffee because... They read on the interweb that it would work. <laughs> and Sarah did a science segment for the podcast actually talking about the the science of it. And you did you did that it, for a it while. Did, I did for a while, but then we, like, forgot about it because we were in a rush before school. So it didn't work a lot. Well, I don't know if it was so much that it didn't work, but that you told us you didn't need it, right? Like, when you skipped a day and you had a good day... And you said, no, I don't really need it. I'll let you know if I want to have more, right? And then you just started having it maybe like once or twice a week when yeah. you felt like you wanted it or needed it instead mm-hmm. of... When I was super sleepier, it felt like I was, like, I don't know. Like not in control? Yeah. yeah. So... We haven't been doing that. What have we been doing that you feel like has worked for you? You you ride your bike to school a lot. Yeah, I used to do that in fourth grade, but now I'm you just walking now. Yeah, I'm just walking now. It's better for me. Um, what do you think your teacher does for you that helps you do well? Well. She lets us do our our homework in class if we finish our work early. Um, Which is good because all our homework usually comes from math. And I am really good at math. (laughs) Oh, Sarah, I wish you could have seen the Stacey, like, confident rolling of the eyes look he just had right there. (laughs) I think think confidence is really important. Absolutely. I think it's a great thing. And I think especially, you know, knowing that you're good at math. Is math your favorite subject? Mm, Yeah. You also like history and science. Yeah, my worst subject, though, is language arts because I hate it so much. It's a lot harder to work hard at things that you don't enjoy, and it's a lot easier to work hard at things that you enjoy. The thing is, for me, with books, is that if if I don't like it, I can't remember one word in it. Yeah, that's the fo- that's yeah. the focus thing, you know. But 
you have been doing well why don't you tell people we've i forgot to mention do you what do you want to tell people about the difference that you've seen since like the beginning of fourth grade versus now which is almost that you know like middle to end of fifth grade um the difference is that the days um of fifth grade go by much faster um and in fourth grade i was having trouble controlling my body and um getting bad grades and it was hard right <laughs> it made it hard for you to to do your schoolwork even even friendships were hard right because you just weren't very happy yeah but now i think we've even heard you laugh and kind of have a good attitude even on the podcast i think it's pretty obvious you seem happy right mm -hmm. um so do you have a question sarah i was just gonna ask i mean do you do you think that um do you think that you're having more fun? Like, I mean, it, it does. I mean, I like the word happy. I was thinking the same thing. Like, do you feel like, sounds like you're finding a lot more things that you enjoy. Do you think that's true, Cole? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Do you, okay. So I think the real question is, do you think that fifth grade is actually better and more fun or easier? Or do you think because you found some ways to make your life easier that it became something more enjoyable for you? Um, um sort of. <laughs> There's nothing more enjoyable than homework. And school <laughs> and things. Are you being sarcastic? No. Even better. Do you like doing homework? No. Okay. Well, that's that makes you a normal. Like that makes you a normal ten-year-old. <laughs> that that's why I like um doing it in class. I think it's cool that your teacher allows you to do that. As long as I just want to point out your grades and the quality of the work that you're turning in are good right because i do know yeah, you need to finish your 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 in your in um your in class work and then you can um do yeah because i know that's one of her rules is that your in class work has to be done and it has to be done well before you just mm -hmm. you know rush through like, your homework and like a uh, test if you like are the first person done she asks you to check it um, like any other teacher, I'm checking, sure. checking your work is a really important skill to have, you know, for the rest of your education. So I think that's a really, I think that makes a lot of sense to me to have a, uh, have that be a rule. I was super excited. You shared with us a test that you wrote home today that do you 13 out of 13, a hundred percent. Give me fist bump. Yeah, armpit. Oh, I don't want your armpit bump. 
gross ten-year-old boy. How do you do an armpit? Bump? He just like leaned in and made his armpit touch me. This is the thing that he's doing <laughs> do you, right now. Cole, did you try to make your armpit touch your mom's armpit, or did no. it just have to touch anywhere? My fist. He like put his armpit. Oh, on like my fist. as an armpit to fist yes. bump. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's a thing. It's totally now it is. It's huh. totally a thing for ten-year-old boys who learn about like body changes right now and they teach oh, wait, them fl- fam- oh, no, family life education is frightening I'm not like, f- it, it, like frightening life experiences <laughs> I'm not going to talk about FLE yeah. okay that's, what a, I that's, was, a different, that's a different show Cool. what I was going to say is that no they it's ta- not a show what I was going to say is that they taught you in FLE that your armpits are going to smell and so now he's constantly like putting his armpits on my face and being like, Two days ago, I used my armpit attack on Finn. <laughs> and then I put on deodorant. And then you put on deodorant. <laughs> so, okay, so let's talk about attacking people. One of the things that changed about this year is that you, Wrestling. Joined, you joined a sport for the first time, right? Well, it's not the first time. I think I did uh, soccer. In preschool, yeah. And you told us it was the most miserable experience of your life and you never wanted to do sports again. (laughs) So, um, why don't you tell people a little bit about... Wrestling! Wrestling. I was excited for uh, the first two practices. And then it went downwards. It did not. Stop it. The the only thing I don't like about it is the warm-ups. Yeah, the first warm- 30 minutes of it. Warm-ups are kind of like the worst part of a CrossFit wad, Sarah. They're like yeah. they're like bear crawls and burpees and jumping jacks and sprinting and it's like from station to station to station until they're worms and yeah. Yeah, until they're all super sweaty and gross and sliding around and the mats are all wet and they look like they all just need a break. And I can understand how that would not be, like, your favorite part of something, but it does make you healthier and um, made you better at wrestling, right? It made you quick on your feet. To, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then, so, what is the part of wrestling that you did like? You liked the sparring? Um, I like, um, 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 everything. <laughs> I like, I like, I like taking them down. Um. Getting my my armpit in their face to throw the half on them, and then, and then I t- turn them over and pin them, and then and then I get and then I get my uh. This time I think it's actually my armpit in my face because I'm like all up on their face, all up on all up on them, I'm trying to keep their shoulders down. That's part of the move. Yeah. yeah, and the joke in the house is that's actually what makes people get pinned because they pass out from your armpit in their face. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's uh, the the joke uh, around, going around. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, and, you know, what I think is cool about that is that Daddy and I noticed that after you started wrestling in a planned environment that we saw you being less physical with your brothers at home, right? Like you were you were wrestling un, unwanted wrestling was less in the, in the house, right? Like you weren't tackling Finn and yeah. Wesley and stuff as much. But I still do. Yeah, you still Cause, do. Because you're uh, brothers and that's like... Yeah, yeah, brothers. But kind of to an appropriate expected level at this point, right? Rather than constantly having to say Cole, keep your hands to yourself! Right? I need to practice. 
<laughs> that's what you're gonna. <laughs> that's what you're gonna say until October. Now I need a sparring partner. Um, is the season already over? Yeah, it 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 was over Sunday. Yeah, he had his last tournament Sunday. Finished. He did really awesome. We're super proud of him. Was that the sound of your mom patting your back? No, no, was... that was the sound of me clapping because it's over. Oh. Okay. I thought your mom was patting your back. I was like, that's, wow. That's intense. That's like a manly, intense back patting <laughs> thing happening right there. Uh, well, I'm glad we cleared that up for anybody else who was listening and was like, what, what is that noise? And what is Stacy doing to her son? All right, so cool. Here's the big question. The one that I know you don't really want to tackle or answer, but that I think is really important because last time we had... This podcast we talked about a little bit, and you were worried that I was gonna. Your phone's year strike. That we were, you were afraid that every single person in the free world was going to lose their ability to play video games, right? So, um, how are you currently managing screen time? How is that going for you? Oh my God, you made a deal with your parents. Oh uh, yeah, I made a deal with my parents. Um, to, um, every week I get one hour of video game time if if I don't abuse it and if you've had a good week right yeah if I had a good week you've been respectful you've controlled your body you've got yeah. good grades and is it any kind of video game or what kind of video game is it it's a computer game yeah so I can say and I don't know what the research is on this and I know Sarah you, you know you don't have the science on it because I'm spurring it on you right now. But I have noticed that there is a difference in the way Cole's body responds to um, video games, TV games, where you're talking about like a console system that probably has more um, uh, brain activation in terms of um, overstimulation than I have with computer games. And so there are some computer games that Cole's friends all play together online, and so he's able to kind of join in. It's usually on the weekends you play, right? To, like, Ark or whatever it is that you do? Oh, yeah. On the computer? Um, Sunday is when I get the time, yeah. so I usually just play then. And before that, I remember we started with... Once you were doing really well in school, we got a Tinker account, right? And that's oh yeah, that's how we kind of started. And then my dad locked it in the safe. Like, well, yeah, because the computer really tempts you, and sometimes you abuse the privilege, right? So we have to put it away in the safe so that it doesn't tempt you, right? So I think it's really cool how much progress that you've made since the last time we podcasted. Because the last time we podcasted. We thought that we'd made a lot of progress, and now looking at that, I can look back at it and I can say that your behavior has even improved, your attitude, your you know your disposition, your grades in school, everything since then has even gotten better since the last time we podcasted. And you're starting to add things to your life that don't affect you as much as they once did, which is a sign of you know you trying hard, working hard, and also, um, um, I mean. Well, I can tell a huge difference, um, not just in how, like, obviously willing you are to share, but you just sound, like, positive, and there's this, like, twinkle in your voice that is just, 
you know, I can just hear how happy you are. And it is really, really nice to hear that. All right, let me I, interrupt you. Um, 70% negative. Seventy. Yeah, <laughs> you really sound negative. 70% negative charges in this body. He he prides himself on being a curmudgeon, so don't tell him he's too nice. Uh, I Well, okay, when you leave the podcast and you're not listening to me anyways, I'm going to say <laughs> how nice it is to hear you sounding kind of giggly a little bit. I think it's a really great thing. But I won't say that to your face, Cole, because I'll just say bring on the negativity. You're like all the way across the... Uh, the uh all the way across U.S. So, um... She's not so far. She's, not she's in, far. I'm she's only in like... Georgia. She's in Atlanta, which we passed through when all we were right, like, going I, to Florida. Alright, I don't care. But you're you're very far away and you, you, you'll never find me. <laughs> you I, can't I see it to my face. Do you know where you live? And I just might hug you the next time I come to visit, is all I'm saying. You know what she'll do when she comes to visit? She's gonna make you play Sellers of Catan with her. Yes, I am. Do you play that? Wait a minute. Well, yeah, we own it. Uh, yeah, and you're going down. I guarantee you. We're playing, and I am going to... I'm going to tell you my dad's strategy. Hmm. Get the the longest road. That's his strategy. That's my husband's strategy, and it fails every time. Does your dad (laughs) ever win? He wins every time. Oh. He needs to play against a real player again. (laughs) Hey, Matt, (laughs) you and I, settlers of Catan. I think that we need to get Sarah to play Machikoro with us, because I think that she would really love that game. Yeah, I guess sure. <laughs> oh, well, because it's kind of a math game, you know, and she's she's a math geek just like us. Mm-hmm. Math geeks are the best kind of geek. Not super mathy. All it's right. Like, it's like two plus two edition. Then it's right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Cole, I want to thank you for coming onto the podcast. Do you have anything else that you want to say? About um, about your armpits, or yeah, I put deodorant on this morning. <laughs> Excellent job. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Sarah? When I leave in two seconds, you can't say anything about me. I'm not here, and so I can say everything Magical. I want about you because you can't hear me. Just left. <laughs> night. Good night. Cole. Good night, Cole. Holy, holy, what a difference. And this is is him in, like, not a great mood where I was kind of worried about doing it. Yeah, I mean, and you could sort of see him being a little, like, I, I, you know, getting that little sort of rebellious preteen streak thing happening that I know my kids like to flirt with from time to, from all the time. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, like, you can just hear the laughter and joy in his voice that, um, it's funny because I don't think I realized, you know, it's not that I thought of him as being grumpy last time, but it's, it's so there. It's so he's effervescent. That's the word. And he can't, he can't negate that cause he's not here, <laughs> but he just has this, like the spirit that is just beautiful and just amazing. And I, it's, um, good job, mom. That's all I'm trying to say right there. Thank you. That was the biggest thing for me, for sure, was, you know, he he wasn't happy before. And so everything else aside, it was like, you know, yeah, obviously we want him to do better in school and, you know, whatever. But to not have friends and to not be happy, um, to be struggling so much that 
it's, you know, he wasn't headed towards a path where he was going to grow up and enjoy life. And that, that was the biggest thing for us. So certainly being able to see him have such a change and no, he's, you know, he's a lot like Matt and I, he's, (laughs) he's antisocial and he's sarcastic and, you know, he has those kinds of qualities where he's not, you know, bubbly and wanting to hug everybody, which is totally fine. But the part of him that has a sense of humor and that, you know, is friendly and kind and his dimples show when he laughs, like those are the things that as a mother, I just see them and I get teary eyed, you know, like I just, I look at him and I'm like, gosh, I missed him. You know, like I just, I'm so glad we figured out I think where he was. Really amazing too, is to listen to you guys experimenting with lifestyle things like different style of video games the same way that you know years ago we were experimenting with our own bodies with food right Mm -hmm. like you know is you know is rice okay is it okay once a while or can i have it all the time like right and what right understanding right there's this whole you know the whole gray area that we kind of get to figure out what our tolerance is and how our tolerance might be affected by the last infection we had or how our stress levels or how well we're sleeping. And I feel like you're kind of doing, you're guiding Cole through that experimentation of, well, look, computer games, you know, don't affect you negatively the same way these other style of games, you know, are. So let's have different rules for that. And I think that's so, I love seeing you do that intuitively. And I love seeing how fine fine tuned the approach is because I think that's going to serve him really well as an adult to have that experience now trying to really hone in on not just food wise, but you know, all these different aspects of health and really understand how his body reacts to them. And I think, you know, it's one of those weird things. I I had the conversation with my kids a couple of days ago. You know, they were talking about kids in their class who didn't have any food allergies and I was sort of saying like one of the good things about having you know having our bodies react so badly to foods that don't have very much nutrition is we get to know now those foods don't work for us and it's going to make it easier to be healthy as grown-ups because we have this really good way of listening to our bodies and really figuring out what the most important foods for our bodies are And the kids really liked that kind of positive spin on, you know, they were doing this whole like, you know, so-and-so gets to eat whatever they want and life's not fair. And and sometimes they just need someone to commiserate with them. But that particular moment, I was like, let's let's look at the the positive spin on this. And I think that Cole is um, getting that in abundance, not just with the role model that you and Matt are but also that you're guiding him through this whole process. And I think, you know, he's going to come out the other end, I think much stronger, much healthier for it. So that was another yay mom moment. So like digital high fives right now. Oh, high fives all around. No, I think, you know, this is how we've always parented and we ended up kind of realizing after like, oops, we're attachment parents. (laughs) I did the exact same thing. Oops, that was baby led weaning. Like, I think that parenting to us is a lot about, you know, intuition. And um, we do a lot of really um, non-conventional things. Like, for example, we let our children curse. Um, But we, there are rules and there's controls and, you know, whatever. And 
Um, I find There's only that one time at school. No, that I'm one time at school was a thing. Um, but honestly, I think that they do it less than I remember um, wanting to do that sort of thing when I was a kid. Because I feel... I just, anyway, my point is just that it's a parenting decision that we made that felt right for our family. Because Matt and I curse... Well, mostly me. <laughs> I curse so much <laughs> that it felt really hypocritical to say I get to say these words all the time, but you can't. You know, that was very difficult to explain to a two or a three year old that would be repeating the things that I would say. And then it became much more about, okay, well, let's talk about, you know, the appropriateness of this and, and when and how we do that and don't say it to your grandfather, <laughs> you know, like so and I, I just feel like I've taken that approach to parenting. And applied it to a myriad myriad of different things in our lives. And certainly, like, there is no guidebook for any of us. I mean, as many parenting books as can be written, there's never going to be one that's just right for you and your family. And so, and even at that, every kid is different. Like, Finn and Wesley are very different from Cole. And um, they will each have their own journeys as well. And, you know, what I'm grateful for is that, you know, Cole has been patient and um, worked with us on a number of these things. And, you know, he has tough days just like everybody else, but then he has really great days. And we just try to, like you, focus on the positive or commiserate or wherever it's appropriate and just really try to understand and empathize with the difficulties that he's going through and um, work with, you know, his teachers and his school, I think was really important for us. That, you know, we actually had a conversation with the principal, with his guidance counselor, with his teacher to say, you know, we're very aware that this is this is something that he struggles with. We're working very hard to help him. And if you can help as well, we would appreciate it. And of course, if you have feedback or recommendations, we're happy to hear it. And I think even just opening that dialogue so that teachers aren't like afraid to tell you hey, there's something different with your kids, because I think that they've probably heard more than once from some parent. Like, there's nothing wrong with my kid. Um, and I think knowing that they can have open communication and um, that you want to work with them and vice versa has been, you know, tremendously helpful in us figuring out what works well for Cole in the classroom and how we can allow him to succeed. Yeah. Cool. Well, I know you're not feeling well, but I'm hopeful that this podcast was helpful, if not cute. <laughs> Um, it was definitely cute and I um, as much as like 10 year old boy armpit talk can possibly be cute um, there there was probably too many boys in the backseat of cars while their parents listen to the podcast who now think they can stick their <laughs> armpits in people's faces um, you know other than that I don't know when we moved on from like you know fart jokes to armpit jokes but it happened and now that is that is the running joke in the family so i mean i guess it's progress and is it is it really i mean i guess (laughs) anyway um i'm gonna i'm gonna keep my body parts to myself and hope that someday (laughs) my boys will learn to do the same (laughs) so thanks everyone for tuning in and i I just want to thank everyone in advance for um, the support and encouragement that you've given us to share um, Cole's story. I have gotten more positive feedback about 
Cole's participation in sharing his journey on this process than I can ever remember about anything that we've blogged about in the blog. And um, that's crazy huge to me. And I'm so grateful that our story has, you know, connected with all of you and that you've found it helpful with your loved ones to hear, you know, what we're doing and think about, you know, what could be helpful for you and your family. So for anybody who, you know, maybe someone referred you to listen to this podcast so that you could be um, inspired or maybe you've, you know, been following our story for almost six years and feel connected to our family. And no matter what the case is, I just, oh my God, I started tearing up already. Um, I just really want to thank everyone for really being so supportive because it was really scary to share something so intimate and to give that vulnerability to my child because the blog has... <clears throat> Because the blog has always been something that Matt and I shared that was about us. And when our child became old enough to make decisions himself and decided to share this to help other people, it was really something that was um, both inspiring and beautiful as well as really scary. And so... I just want to thank everyone. And I'm really sorry. I just fell apart here at the end. I kept it together the whole time. Um, anyway, thank you. Well, Stacey, let me just say one more time. Thank you for sharing your journey and your family's journey and being willing to let Cole's voice be out there because, um, as I know how scary that is as a parent and it took a large amount of bravery on Cole's part, but it took, I think even more on your part. So um, thank you. Thank you for, for sharing him with everybody. And um, thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to the Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite Paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Hey, Cole, are you there? I'm the special guest star. Why am I so good at math? (laughs) (laughs) All right, the the answer to that one is because I have such good parents and that are so good at math. He's trying to brown nose. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.